When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, we are back. It is Taped on Lies, your favorite podcast, favorite readers, channel, favorite readers, everything. We are back. You already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Tape, don't lie. Also, you know, follow us on Twitter. At the Mark John NFL for me. At BD Williams 18 for BD. And then, of course, pandasups.com. Use TDL for 35% off at Panda Stuffs. Like I said, get your protein up, get your all that stuff. You hit that, you know, I know some of you guys like to work out. Go ahead, get that pandasubs.com, TDL 35% off. BD, we're here to talk about Denver Broncos. Raiders win 32-23. Talk about a little offense and defense here. Um, you know, a little bit of, you know, Defense has has some sparks there too, uh, but you know I thought the offense actually looked like an offense this week, and uh, I mean it looked like how the offense should look, in my opinion. I think some good running, right? That you have some good passing too, and also some, some good timely running um, from Carr as well. So I, I thought it was overall a good game. You just got to get these red zone issues fixed. I don't, I don't know what's going on, you know. Offensive line has a little bit to do with that, which we'll show. We're going to talk about red zone today. But, uh, you know, overall, uh, I thought the offense did look a lot better. All right, you know what I mean? It, this got to turn these into touchdowns, man. I mean, that's, that's what's really the big issue is here right here tonight, right now. But how are you feeling yeah. about the defense, BD? Well, I mean, we can talk about the offense too. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, uh, I, I agree that the offense looks good. I know you're going to show us, you know, the, the breakdowns here. It just seems like it's in rhythm. It seems like guys are just, you know, doing things a little bit more crisply, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the execution just seems like it just went up a little bit higher of a notch, right? We, we yeah. can see that just from the TV copy. So, obviously, the red zone continues to be, you know, an issue. You know, um, is this – this seems to be like something that – has continued now through multiple coaches for Derek Derek Carr. Is this a Derek Carr specific issue? Like what's going on in the red zone? What would you say? Uh, I, I think right now, I think they suck passing on third down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that they overall they are not good passing on third down. I had them with a 30 percent success rate if Derek Carr either. If he didn't run or they didn't do a running play. So if they're like three, they're three out of ten on like passing attempts. Right. Or so either get sacked where you sack twice. So on the other eight attempts, I mean, they only were able to get about three of them completed for a first down. So I think they suck on third down right now. They're not really good there. I mean, they were one for twelve the game before. Like I'm saying, if Derek Carr didn't run and get some of those rushes on third down, I, I don't know, you know, how they look 
on third down at the end of the day because I think they ended up seven out of 14, which looks really good, like all of 50%. You know, they had an awesome day on third down, but they kind of really didn't, and that's why they kind of struggle in the red zone because I think they struggle on third down as a passing offense altogether. And that's a little bit to do with the offensive line. They don't hold up as well on third down. I talked about, you know, some pressures uh, with you before the show and how they had on, they had 13 pressures on the day for Derek Carr, but they had six of them were on third down. So that kind of tells you where they're coming from and the rest are on first, second mixed in, but you have six on third down. That's a big problem. So it, it all comes down that they are not good on third down right now. And that's kind of the main issue in the red zone because when they they're scoring touchdowns, it was on first and second on runs. So first down run, right. they got a touchdown. Second down run, they got a touchdown. Yeah. So when they get to third down, right, and they want to pass, that's when they they struggle because they're struggling on third down altogether. Then I think on one of the red zone, I think he got a little cute, and you know we'll talk about that too. I think he just. There's a face mask, whatever. They went back like a two yards or something like that, and they, they tried to start passing. You know, come on, man, let's, let's run the ball really well. Keep trying to run the ball. You know what I mean? So I think he got a little cute on one of them. But um, other than that, I, they just are not good on third down at all, to be honest. So I think that is a, that it factors into the red zone because you're not good on third down on the fifty. You're not going to be good on third down in the fifteen. So right, yeah, for sure. All right, so good good points there. Red zone offense. Is this a scheme problem? Is it a scheme problem? Say? No, I yeah, wouldn't say it's a scheme on? problem. No. No? No, I wouldn't say it's a scheme problem. I, I would just say that it's more... These guys aren't executing them. I mean, they're, it's, not the, it's not even about execution at this point. It's, it, to me, it's a lot of the offensive line. The offensive line breaks down like crazy um, down there. Um which then ruins some of these plays, ruins some of these concepts. I mean, the week before it was drops, right? They were dropping everything down there, right? So yeah. you can't say it was a scheme if you if it's a bunch of drops down there, right? They're, um, they're open, right? They're open, right? So you can't say a scheme there. And I think you know, week one they did really well there. You know, they went down there, they got down there three times, they scored twice, they scored two touchdowns. So week one they were good there, right? Um, you know, it's week two, you know, they're they're iffy there as well. But, you know, I think they still got two touchdowns pretty early. I think they, were, um, they ended up like maybe two five there, um, ended up. But, you know, I think one of those was like before halftime. I don't know. I think maybe it was two for four there. I'm not sure, but I don't uh, remember off the top of my head right now. But I, I think that uh, it has a lot to do with third down problems, but it's not nothing schematically, I would say. All right, got you, got you. Um, so offensive line comes down to offensive line. For the most part, you know, yeah. um, your, your critiques. I definitely agree. I would echo that. I'm glad to see, um, you know, that we're on the same page there. Um, are you going over offensive line, though, in your breakdown? Uh, well, I'm going over the red zone. Okay. Other. So, yeah, yeah, well, you're going to see it. So. Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Uh-huh. cool. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I, well, I'm going to go to over the defense. You know, we can talk about the defense briefly before, you know, jump into the breakdown here. Okay. You know, as a whole, this team definitely st- took a step in terms of people making plays other than Max Crosby, right? Like, someone make a play, right? And so we saw a lot of guys step up to Ronda Harmon, force the ball out, popped it right into Meek Robinson's lap, 
right? We saw uh, Clayton Farrell make some great run stops. Denzel Perryman came in there and make some great run stops, right? Uh, Nate Hobbs continuing, you know, his strong play, making impact plays. So it wasn't just Max Crosby. It wasn't just a one-man show. Uh, so that's like, you know, I guess a good step, a good encouraging sign. Linebackers still automatic when covered. You know, uh, these guys just are giving up every single pass. You know, I, I don't know what the deal is. If it's just like the scheme is too difficult to read the run and then get back into your pass set or something like that. I don't know what, yeah. the, what the problem is. Blake Martinez is going to come in. Maybe he can like help guide these guys towards that dire- right the d- direction here. Or maybe it's, you know, um, helping out the linebackers coach, Antonio, Antonio Pierce, to maybe teach it a slightly different way. But right now, these guys are not defending anything. In, in like every time they're in coverage so, and, and, you know, they're targeted, they give up cash. I, I, I have not seen anything this bad before. So um, even Denzel Perriman failed to make an impact in coverage. So that's still a huge question mark. And I'm concerned about that because, you know, you, you're saying Mahomes is a dink and dunk guy now. You said that. Sorry, sorry if, if you didn't want that getting out there. Sorry, I said it. I, I, I put you on blast. But my bad, my bad. You can edit that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. Nah, but uh, uh, but you're saying like the Kansas City offense, like they thrive more on moving the ball short. It's like short to intermediate, quick game, quick game, quick game. Like that's how they. It's like an extension of the run game for them, right? So. If that's the case, Mahomes is just going to take the automatic, over-the-middle, strong hook, stick routes all game, right? Yeah, he is. Raiders got to have a plan because that's where Kelsey's going to eat. So right now these linebackers haven't proven that they can cover anyone. Kelsey's coming. That's that's a concern. That's a concern. <laughs> a big one. That's, not, that's a big concern. But, yeah, that, I mean, the way the Chiefs play, I mean, it's totally different than how they used to play. You're, you're not seeing the crossers and stuff like that and the crazy deep deep throws they're trying to make and the, the long drops. No, I mean, you're getting the bottom of Holmes' hands quick. And, he's and, and you know, he's been in that offense so long that he can make those quick decisions and anticipate things. And, you know, he's just being Patrick yeah. Holmes. And sometimes right. he makes some magic. But you, you haven't noticed hasn't, he hasn't, like, made a – Spin and throw it fifty yards this year. You know, we haven't seen that. We've seen a spin and throw it two yards. We haven't seen a spin and throw it seventy like he usually yeah. does. So right. they're they're not attacking downfield like they used to. Even they have MVS. You know what I'm saying? So, and, right. but he's doing a good job of taking what the defense gives him. And and you know you just you have to shut down Kelsey. And that's kind of the have to shut him Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the Chiefs already, but hey, um, it plays into this linebacker play. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're not playing well. They're not. So, yeah, and we'll and we we will get uh, down to it. I'm going to take a look at in the preview. I'm going to take a look at how teams are defending Kelsey, and I'll probably go back to last year's playoffs and show what teams did that was successful, and we'll, and we'll see if Patrick Graham does that. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, I'm just going to jump into the defenses, the defensive review here. Going to go ahead get this thing started. So we talked about the. Denver Broncos tendencies. Okay. Remember what, what we talked about here. Okay. We got linebacker, or I'm sorry, tight end on the, on the line. We have a motion over here. This is the run strength. We have the three technique set over here. This is the run strength. Where, where do we run? We run to the weak side. Okay. We talked about that in the, uh, in, in the preview for this, we see 
you know, Raiders defense just swarm all over this. They were all over these weak side runs all game long. Okay. Here's one. I, I love this example because this is just like, in a, this is really an example of Nathaniel Hackett not being a great play caller. Okay. And I know Russell Wilson's getting a lot of flack on social media right now, but this is all on the offensive coordinator. Okay. Check it out. We got Crosby over here on the edge. He sees this body language. He knows this guy's coming to crack him. So he doesn't even rush the passer at all. Immediately. He's going to jump outside of this. Okay. And reset the edge. Okay. Next part about this. Check out our guy, Denzel Perryman. Look at, look at the instincts. Look at the reaction time. That guard center, whoever that is, had no chance getting out there and blocking him. Oh, and even if this guy bounces it, we know Nate Hobbs is going to beat this block and make a tackle. So good idea running the ball on a gimmicky play, a slow developing play to the Raiders' best three defenders. Great job. Great idea. At least, at least run it to Amik Robertson's sideline. Oh my god, I don't understand that. Okay, we talked about we talked about the screen game. I didn't I didn't put this in the breakdown, but we talked about it afterwards that they love to run screens. Denzel Perryman, all over this. They stifled the Broncos screen game. Probably held them to the least amount of screen yards that they got this year. Um, here's another one. Okay, this and this is a this is. This is some volume in their run game. They have a lot of volume in their run game. This is a um, reverse toss wind back to the weak side. Okay, are you seeing a lot of this this year? I haven't yeah, this seen is, this. This is Aaron Rodgers. This is a uh, you know. This is what they did last year in Green Bay. They do all this stuff. Here. Green, Green Bay, Bay gosh, they run the ball. So yeah, they run the ball so well. Yeah, okay, because they have they have all this volume. So we got this reverse toss uh, wind back here. Okay, watch Bilal Nichols, okay? Wind up, three technique over the guard, okay? You're going to see him extend, okay? Locate the ball carrier, sink his weight, throw by, get in on that tackle. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't just Max Crosby making plays, okay? But Max Crosby still did make the most amount of plays. I mean, here's another one. We got again. What do we like to do? Reverse, uh, reverse action, run fake play action. Look at look at Max Crosby. Okay, he knows as soon as he sees this quarterback action, he's going to go contain. He's not looking at the back. He's not even worrying about the running back. He's going after the quarterback. You can't run schemes like this when you have a defensive end who's not even playing the run, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. If that's how he's going to play it, you can't run this. Period. And Crosby was a game wrecker. This is a psycho play right here. This is a strong safety blitz off the edge. Max Crosby is actually going to stunt in here to the B gap. Watch him get into the B gap. Realize, oh, the play is actually going wide out here. Sink his weight, spin out of it. What have you have you seen something like this no, before? Man, no, no, I haven't. That is wild. <laughs> that dude's he's, I'm saying he's becoming elite. Okay. He's an okay, elite. At this he point. is a, he is elite. He is elite at this point. Okay, so people are DMing me. They're talking about is Crosby defensive player of the year candidate. Well, 
I mean, shoot, if he keeps on playing like this, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess. All right, now, um, there was instances where I think Patrick Graham had a great call and we didn't get great execution, okay? So, like we talked about before, they like to run weak side. Yeah, they like to run weak side. So we have two tight ends over here. That means they have two extra blockers. That means that is the strong side. We Over here, there's no tight ends. It's just two two guys, guard, tackle. This is the weak side. They still are going to run over here to the weak side. Okay, Patrick Graham knows this. So what he does is he calls uh, what, what I call a flop stunt. We're going to have or a gap exchange. So we're going to have the end come in here into B gap. And then the outside linebacker wrap around here and Patrick Graham schemes up a perfect one-on-one -on -one tackle. He knew this was coming. He gets a great call in, but Jayon Brown just misses the tackle. Okay. And this is particularly bad because they are in cover two. We have help outside from the corner. Who's going to force this vice it be on his inside, inside shoulder vice tackle with your corner make a stop. Okay. So there was some instances of them having a hard time stopping the run, but I'm going to jump into, this is going to lead me into the problem areas still here on this defense. Okay. So I think it's a little too easy at this point to scheme wide open looks from this defense. This is a tough look to line up against in a single higher and man coverage. You have one wide receiver, one, two tight ends, and then you have a fourth receiver, eligible receiver in the backfield behind the center, and he goes to the passing strike. So that means now you have one, two, three, four receivers to the strong side. You, you can't defend the backside. You're going to get one-on-one -on -one to the backside every single time you do this. Every single time you do this, you will get one-on-one -on -one to the backside. Okay, Nate Hobbs, he gets, he gets beat inside here, Cortland Sutton. They got Javelin Geetry, I think I'm saying his last name right. Uh, later on, same exact kind of call. Okay. Put the uh, running back to the passing strength. One, two, three, four receivers to one side of the field. Okay. We're in a man coverage look again. Okay. One on one, corner to the bottom of the field. He immediately starts bailing. Okay. Like getting, getting some free completions. Okay. Here's another one. Uh, I talked about how the linebackers are still having a hard time. You know, here's a good example. We are going to get a ball fake, okay, run action. Denzel Perriman, he's going to step up to play that run, okay. This is his man, okay. But because he stepped up to play the run, I think he's just he's just a little late, just a little late there. He's not in a good back shoulder position, not able to maintain that back shoulder position throughout that tight end seam. Okay, just gets beat over the top here. That is a, this is a uh, blitz coverage, blitz look where they're going to play too high and four, one, two, three, four underneath. Okay, the, you know, we call this, you can call this palms. Uh, sometimes they call it four Tampa blitz coverage. All right. And, you know, that's just, you know, Billings does a great job, I think, pushing this pocket, has that A-gap control. You know, this is a blitz. I think Abram 
can do a better job just attacking this uh, either edge of this running back and not just trying to run straight through him because he ends up getting, you know, is that a pancake technically? Yeah, that's a pancake. There you go. He ends up getting a pancake. There was was another one. There was another one where Abram's feet were all the way up in the air. I'm not going to post it because I don't want people (laughs) to say that I'm a hater, but I almost posted it. Brandon Thornwell, so. (laughs) Yeah, Brandon Thornwell. For sure. Um, here's, a, here's another one. Linebackers. This makes no sense. Jalen Brown. Okay, they're in cover two over here to the bottom of the field. So Jalen Brown needs to be defending again the hash. And really, their landmark is two yards outside the hash. Remember, we're in cover two. That means the corner is out here on the numbers. Okay. Jalen Brown, for some reason, Jumps out, jumps out here to the numbers. Like you have help out here. There's no one over here. It makes no sense why he would do that. Guy gives up that catch across the middle on a first and twenty-five. Turns it into second and very manageable. Okay, next play, the Ron Harmon. They're in playing cover four over here. Okay, this is a really bad rep from him. He's guessing. Okay, notice. His hips are turned to the sideline. He's not square. Okay, notice uh, Trayvon Merrick to the bottom of the screen. Granted, he's not getting stressed vertical as much, but he is square. This is how it's supposed to look from Deron Harmon. And when you're in a cover four look like they are at the top of the screen, he's defending his hash. The corner is defending the numbers. So there's no reason for Deron Harmon to be jumping outside when he has say, help from the corner outside. Okay, allows this guy to just run right past him in cover four. That's a big no-no in cover four. So, you know, I was talking to Marcus about this before. This Broncos offense put themselves in a hole very often, first and 25s, first and 20s, okay? But they were still able to get out of some of these holes and make big plays like this. Patrick Mahomes, I don't care what they've done in the past, Patrick Mahomes will make a play like this if the Raiders are get, get caught slipping. Okay. Now let's talk about Amik Robertson. All right, so uh, what's our boy Big Corey on Twitter? He did a little uh, voiceover for this sequence right here where Jerry Judy beats Amik Robertson, gives him a little, uh, you know, disrespects him. Okay, and Amik Robertson starts, you know, starts getting live, and he starts making some of these plays here especially this one. I want to talk about the return. Okay. Well, first of all, credit to Neil Farrell. Okay. He gets in here, gets off the block, wraps up Melvin Gordon and gets his gets his arm around Melvin Gordon's arm. So right here, when Melvin Gordon's about to get blasted, he only has one hand on the football. So credit to Neil Farrell for helping with the strip. Okay. Deron Harmon. I guess Matthew Butler, by the way. Oh, is that Butler? Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then, then it's Butler. Ninety four. Yeah. Ninety four is Butler. Okay, there you go. So there we go. Credit to Matthew Butler. Okay, getting that arm wrapped around down. Theron Harmon blasts him, pops it out, and then Amik Robertson. Look at the moves here. He says, "Good night. Go to sleep. Lay down, sir." Russell Wilson, lay down. Tight end, whoever this is, lay down. Number seventy nine, lay down. Look at all these guys. Going to sleep in his wake, and then this guy lays down, goes 
go to sleep. <laughs> okay. And then I, I will I will say I will point out that he made some plays coming up in support here. This is a great one because Cortland set Sutton, I'm pretty sure it's like six foot three. <laughs> and and Amik Robertson just puts him on the ground. Okay, gets in on that tackle. Please disrespect Amik Robertson every game, guys. Please. Another one they're playing uh they're playing a uh bailout cover two local where Nate Hobbs is gonna bail over here and play cover two. And the corner on that side is going to play the flats. Let me grab some great transition, plant, drive, gain brown, bam. Beautiful. That's textbook. That's exactly what it's supposed to look like. Now, there were some issues. Okay, This is an example. Two different types of examples in the same uh, call of a type of cover three. Now, if you look at over here in this type of cover three, the corner's job is supposed to read two to one, meaning if two goes vertical, the corner needs to get all the way over on top of number two. That's one way to play cover three. The other way is to play kind of like a zone match cover three, where you play a tight third, meaning you're just going to drop to your third. And now the safety or whoever's down on your side is going to come down and carry the seam vertical. And that's how you match the seams. Okay. So with that being said, Something went wrong here because these guys were not on the same page. No one is playing the seam at all. So that means someone, I mean, obviously someone is out of position here. Okay. The way that Nate Hobbs is playing it, and then you'll see right here. Okay. I'm going to freeze it right here. You got two linebackers on the hash. Okay. Two underneath defenders on the numbers exactly I'm guessing Amik Robertson needs to overlap and play two to one vertical. Okay. That's just my educated guess. I'm going to have to see how they continue to play cover three in the red zone going forward to know um, for sure. Okay. This is another little bit of a miscue. Amik Robertson comes out of the huddle. He goes over here to the short side of the field, realizes, oh, wait, I'm on the wrong side of the field. Russell Wilson snaps the ball, realizing, okay, they're outmanned over here, and he throws a bomb. Now, you can say this is on Amik Robertson. Sure, he was lined up wrong. Everyone else was lined up right. He was lined up wrong. Definitely on Amik Robertson. But when you this – this is what happens when you have young players, first time in a scheme, okay? It would have been much easier for one of these guys, Trayvon Merrick, okay, uh, Nate Hobbs, to go ahead and say, hey, stay, stay, stay. I'll just do your job because I'm in a better spot to go do it than you are, right? it would have been much easier for Tra uh, Trayvon Merrick to go ahead and get in the deep half here, right? And same thing for Nate Hobbs. He should know, hey, Nate, uh, you know, my guy is out of position. I'm supposed to jump the flat, but my guy's out of position. I shouldn't do that, right? So with more acumen, these guys are going to make better decisions. Some of that is on, some of that is on a meek, Obviously, when you see a bunch of like these things pop up and Amik Robertson's, you know, all the common denominator, he's in it. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with Amik Robertson struggling a little bit in coverage uh, to pick all this up. But obviously, it's good that he's playing now in a win so that they could work those kinks out if he does need to play more extended time. If Yassine is out, if Anthony Averett isn't back, Amik Robertson, he's showing enough strides where it's it's like, 
it's all right that he's out there. Hopefully they can get all these miscommunication errors though handled before, you know, they go up against Mahomes. Yeah, that is right. Because I mean, if they don't get those things handled, Mahomes will pick them apart, you know, um, because, you know, Russell, he, I think he's struggling a little bit trying to pick up that offense. Not, not he's trying to struggle to pick up the offense, but you know, it's a new offense for him to run. I mean, they're, they're asking him to throw over the middle a lot more than he usually does. So, um, that's a big change for him. I mean, maybe that's a focus. Maybe he wants to prove he could throw over the middle. Maybe he sees the tweets and he's like, I want to prove he it. He was he was throwing strikes down the middle of the Raiders defense. <laughs> yeah. So you saw it. You saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he's trying he's trying to prove something there. So but I, I think it's still it's gonna be a little bit of an issue going up and down for him. So, but Mahomes is not gonna have that issue. He, they're gonna attack the middle of the field. They are. Andy Reid has been just licking his chops. They're probably not even gonna throw outside that much. But they, yeah. a lot of Juju inside, a lot of uh, Travis Kelsey inside, and they're gonna attack that. Um, even probably just get some running backs going on the on the linebackers one on one. They're gonna mix it up with, with and try to expose those linebackers. And that's what's gonna happen going forward uh with football. I mean I I even said attack Josie Jewell. You know what I mean? Like that, that was something I saw on tape. And, you know, the just this game, the Broncos didn't give him a chance to do that. They, they played so much zone. Um, and then, you know, when they did play man, I mean, they, he was blitzing most of the time. <laughs> they yeah. just didn't even get, give, that, give that opportunity this week. Um, but, you know, the Raiders aren't, aren't really – they're playing. They're playing this kind of a little bit of the same defense. You know, every time you, you show up, you just a little bit of the same that they're doing every week. So uh, they haven't been switching it up. And you know Andy Reid's gonna attack those guys, hundred percent. I mean everybody, everybody is. To be honest, <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, before we, you know, this isn't the uh, the um, preview show, you know, but I will say Graham is gonna switch things up for Kansas City specifically. He's gonna have a, a few different personnel packages, a few different looks that he hasn't put on tape, you know, yet. Just just there, just for Mahomes for sure. He's got some things. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain of it. Uh, the other guy I want to shout out is Chandler Jones. He definitely had uh, his most impactful week, rushing the passer, getting some run stops, drawing some holds. There are about five or six plays where, you know, it's like, what you know, whatever down it is, the the offense is not moving the ball at all. It's because of Chandler Jones, right? So, uh, he, he, you know, he he's definitely, I think, ramping up his play. Sitting out all of preseason probably didn't help him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and and he's an older guy, but I, I I was hoping that because he always sacks Russell Wilson, Wilson, that this would be like his coming out party. Like he was going to get a bunch of sacks on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But. You know, we'll see. Is is uh, Mahomes holding on to the ball a lot? Oh no, man! I'm telling you, man, everything's he's crazy. getting rid of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe not a Chandler Jones sack this next week. Maybe not. Yeah, they got a good offensive line too, so that's gonna be a problem. They, they think it's gonna be inside. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna get pass rush, but you know, I mean, because next week is a big game, man. They got they got to win this game. You you don't want to be one and four, even though I don't think one and four is gonna kill them with how the AFC looks. They had to come back out of the bye, even if they are one and four. They still got a chance to hit the wild card. Um, so I think they could beat any other AFC team besides the ones they already played that are the toughest <laughs> going forward, even though I think some of those uh, AFC West teams are a little tougher, but I mean, NFC West. But um, I think going forward, yeah. I mean, it's at the hardest schedule, and they just got to handle business if they, could, if they could figure it out. 
to figure it out. But I'm not I'm not saying that they can win every single game, but every team that they play coming up after that, they can they're beatable teams. It's not like some dominant teams are playing. So Yeah. And playing the Bills or nothing. Yes, he's like wide open still. I mean, yeah. Okay. We we can get all the way down the schedule. I agree that the rest of that NFC West, um, that's that that's scary getting through that. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Even even the Hawks are playing really well right now. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So how about we jump into your uh to your segment here? You're gonna show us the red zone struggles. Yeah, we're going to the uh, red zone struggles a little bit. Try to see what's going on, and uh, you know, and try to figure out maybe something different they maybe can do down there but we'll see we'll see what we got but i don't know man i don't know i don't, I don't know if it looked to me it's mostly offensive line so but we'll still see let's check it out all right so First play here. This is a little six-yard pass to Darren Waller, right? This play, they call it a shout. Okay, so I'll run the play real quick. It's basically just hook, hook routes, basically. Some wide hooks, right? Kind of basically some sticks, right? You see the two routes right there. So run that back. This is just a quick three-step drop for Derek. Good completion, good accurate throw. Right, get a quick six there. See, and you can see a lot of the kind of the coverage they were playing. They play a lot more too high than I expected. I mean, I ain't get a lot of you guys. So if that tells you how teams are playing them, right? A lot more too high than they expected. Basically, you know, what, what do they call this? Like a five cougar, right? Because you got two men down here, and then you know what they call that BD? Yeah, it looks like uh, the corner on the bottom of the screen was trapping. Yeah. So, yeah, but probably definitely a cover five family. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But uh, that's what they're doing a lot of this game. So that's why you saw some of those uh, back shoulders from Devontae Adams because they were able to kind of get those passes in quicker. All right, so the run game is is inconsistent down here as well. So here we got what we call wham. Okay, so I'll let this run real quick. Wham block, which I mean, having your fullback <laughs> block DJ Jones is 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 uh, an issue. So with the wham block, basically, I mean, basically is a, a power block, and you're going to see the center here, Andre James. He's going to let DJ Jones go, okay, because Jacob Johnson is supposed to come through and fill it in and block DJ Jones, okay. So watch it one more time, right? He lets him go, kind of the cause, like a slingshot right there. And then it's uh, Johnson versus uh, DJ Jones, which is extreme impact right there. But you also see Illuminor, he just kind of gets his butt kicked real quick. Let me go back and show that again. Just watch right here. He just gets tossed. He gets caught leaning, gets tossed, (laughs) which blows up the whole play anyways. But Jacob does a good job, you know, of, of trying to get something out of nothing. Only gets one yard, right? So now we're at third and four. Okay, I know this, this play there's a lot of controversy on Twitter. I didn't think it was when I posted it because it was just a kind of basic <laughs> play. But on this one, we're basically getting a curl. We're getting a beeline, a seam, and then a return route 
on this end when uh, Keelan Cole gets his other side. All right, so you got the B line coming from Darren Waller here, and you're going to get to Curl, right? And Carr wants the B line. So you see him staring at the B line when he comes to his drop, right? Then he comes back to Adams because, you know, he gets to Curl. And he knows from the coverage he has man-to-man to Adams, right? He sees that they're doubling. That means there's there's there has to be man-to-man to Adams right there, right? And then, you know, he's throwing this ball early. He's anticipating it. He's doing a good job, but he's under pressure. So you can see that he doesn't have his feet set. He's already fading when he's fading out of the throw a little bit. And he throws it too far inside. So, you know, if, if the offensive line, as I said on this one, the offensive line holds up schematically, that's a touchdown, right? Because, I mean, he's throwing it on time and everything, but he ends up just because of the pressure. And, you know, you, you see right here, for some reason, they don't block DJ Jones for some reason. I, I don't know what Al him, James and Alex Bars are doing. Right, but he just doesn't block him, and then, and then like he then he tries to act like he's blocking somebody else. Uh, he did this a couple of times. <laughs> no, Alex, I, I, we see it. You can't you can't hide it. You can't hide. You can't act like you're blocking. You're you're faking a block when you get big. No, you know? <laughs> maybe that's how he's getting away with it. Some of these uh these analytics. <laughs> but no, man, great no. double team, Alex Bars, ninety eight PFF grade. <laughs> All right. So another one, uh, they actually scored a touchdown this drive, but here's one of the uh, red zone drives here. Another one, you're getting, you're getting the crack, right? The crack toss, right? And I really think Jacobs could have bounced this one. I, I know Chubb has uh, some good leverage here. He's a great player, but I think you take this chance because there's really nothing there, right? So you can take this chance, maybe bounce it. I know Josh McDaniels keeps mentioning him bouncing, which he's mentioned about three times, which means it's bothering him. He bounces a lot. <laughs> he's talking about how he's bouncing, which you talk about BD, how they hate and gap, they bounce. They, they hate when you uh, yeah. bounce the gap run, right? So, but I, I still think this one, he should have used instinct, could have bounced this one, got some more extra yardage, but it doesn't matter later on. But you see the blocking here too a little bit. And the blocking here is pretty good, right? Even with Johnson, maybe some more push from Miller, but I mean, still, still, still good blocks. Nobody's missing a block or anything. And Waller does pretty good against Chubb, to be honest. All right, next play. To me, it's more of a draw look. All right, because you get the fake, kind of the pass look, right? You kind of get the push forward there. Look at the awesome block from Colton Miller right there. Boom, Colton Miller. Oh, yeah. Great block right there. Huge hole. Good job by Darren Waller. Darren Waller, they took defense that he's not getting snaps. And had a great day blocking. He's like, okay, Foster Moreau, you're hurt. Let me get my blocking chance back. Because he's a good job against Chubb right there, right? Gives him a big hole. Uh, this is probably the biggest hole Josh Jacobs had all year, and he just does the rest, which he's been doing all year, too. That's That was the best play. And then Cole Miller with his uh, little goofy spin here. <laughs> he's excited. <laughs> all right. Uh, next drive. All right, start this one. Well, this is the spot concept right here. It's funny. People are giving me crap about that play. I said I said it was the wrong concept online. Nobody said that. Nobody corrected me on that. But this is this actually is the spot concept. So let's take it back. Spot is <laughs> corner route, curl, flat, right? Basic spot concept. Uh, Patriots love this concept. They love it. Something they love to do. 
Carter does a good job anticipating this curl route, right? Because he, he's under pressure again, real quick. Quick, quick pressure, right? Gets pummeled on a quick curl, <laughs> a nine-yard curl here. But you see right there, wide open, anticipates it, gets it right to him on time before the linebacker can get there. First down. And, and you know what I'm saying? If he had time, he might be able to hit Waller here up high, right? But he's not going to have that time at all. Right. You see a backside here. That's a, you know, I mean, end zone view is always important when breaking down quarterbacks. So I, I always want to say that. All right. And you see just DJ Jones, just a monster, just destroys Andre James. And then Mumford is in a position, you know, I don't know. You never want to be in that position. But Randy Gregory was just beasting all the game, too. He just pops car. So suboptimal position. <laughs> you just don't want to be in that position. It's, that's not good for you, right? All right. This this is another. This is a funny play because you, like watch Randy Gregory. He's uh, him and Carr are talking to each other it's about something. Uh, you know, he, he sees Carr changing the play away from the run. Right. So Gregory's like telling him to run to his side. Nah, come to my side. And but the real problem of this play, <laughs> the real problem of this play is that you know Carr changed it up because he sees this blitz. He he sees a blitz coming right from Josie Jewell. But I don't know if they didn't pick it up. You know, they didn't pick up his communication, but Josie Jewell just gets right through here. Nobody goes to him at all, right? They double team here. Nobody picks up Josie Jewell, even though Carr kind of called it out. And that's what Randy Gregory was talking about, right? And it's just a free run at, at the quarterback. Offensive lineman communication. You can see Carr's pissed at that. And you see Gregory just chirping at him, telling him, why don't you run, want to run at me? But that's fine. All right, this this is uh, one of my favorite throws in a day from Carr, actually. This is a great throw on this one. It's a great throw on this one. Let me sure pull up my plays here. This one, little thriller, right, called Thriller Ride Return. See, I like some of these names, man. You got Thriller Ride Return right here. So Thriller on this side, and you get a little wide return from Darren Waller. Which I think is a great route by Waller, but you know, cars under pressure again, right? A great route by Waller. Come right back inside. Car throws it right on time again. It was what I really liked from this game from Car is I saw him anticipating again, which I really liked. It's like finally you're anticipating last year. Like I don't know what was happening most of this year, but he was just being a little bit late every once in a while. So that's one good factor that I saw from this this week too is that. Saw some anticipation from Carr with some of these throws. And this is a good throw. He's under pressure again. Yeah, throw on this side, wide return. Right. And I'm saying Gregory just, just, just he was had a, a great day. Knew that Mumford was in there. Right. A great what throw. What a great right catch. There. What a great catch by Waller and Travic. Thank you. That's what yes. tight ends do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So here's another one. I mean, you got 23 personnel. You know they're going to crash, right? But that's this one happened. They talk about you got what your offensive line looks like, right? And, you know, Colt Miller gets beat real quick, right, by Draymond Jones, even though he does grab Jacob's face mask and throws him by the face mask. I have no idea how you missed that. What are you looking at, 130? Uh, he literally gets thrown by his face mask. So this should have got the ball back at the one again. 
but you see Colt Miller getting beat right there. So it's, you know, Alex Bars gets thrown to the ground. You got all your linemen on the ground. Man, this looks terrible. Yeah, that was a terrible call, though. I, I don't know how he, he missed that. Uh, he literally got thrown by his face mask. It was funny. Then then this, this play call kind of bothered me because I was like, you already ran this and scored a touchdown. So, I mean, if these guys are a great, a good defense, the defense there are, like, you even see Sertain call it out. Like, oh, it's the tunnel play. Yeah. The most <laughs> overused red zone play ever. Right there. You see it, right? He's even calling it out. Calling it out. Chubb doesn't even rush. Comes right into the lane. Right? So the play's dead, basically, at this point. Play's dead. Nothing's going to happen here. Wow. Right? Look, look at their high-fiving. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> They're high-fiving. Saw that on tape. It's disappointing that they ran the same play right here. Honestly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, and they're all everybody's ready for it. Same hash every two. Gotta, gotta at least have something built off of it, please. You yeah. know. All right. And this one right here, this one was just it, basically just it's kind of like. Yeah. It's more hook routes, right? So, I mean, they love these kind of these hook routes right here, kind of like option routes. Basically, you call this like Z option right from here from from uh, Adams. You see the hook route that you're going to get from Waller here, and of course, the flat. But this one's offensive line, too. We're going to break this down in a second because Carr has to just – he just has to get rid of this football. Boom, he's going to get killed by Chubb, right? And you can see him getting mad a little bit, a little frustrated with the offensive line a little bit, right? So you see here, you got another blitz coming, right? And it's it's coming from Jewel, right? And but Jewel's gonna do the play this really well and put these guys in a bind. But I think Bars just gotta block him. I gotta, you know, you you, you gotta block him so Miller can block Chuck, right? But we'll watch this right here, right? But he comes inside, right? He doesn't see the blitz. So he puts Miller in a bind because watch watch what Jewel does. Jewel doesn't even rush, so Miller has to make a decision. And then Bars yeah. is too late. He's got to throw away. So, I mean, a lot of it's offensive line problems, man. A lot of it's offensive line problems. And even that's what that's what I'm saying. You can say John Simpson, say a lot of things about John Simpson. He doesn't do this. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I gotta throw my John Simpson thinking there. He doesn't do that. You know what I mean? He picks up stunts fine. Say say what you want, whatever else you want to say, that's fine. But, man, some of the other stuff, man, it's just it's ugly, ugly stuff here. So, all right. Third and five here. This is what, what I call cheap red zone. It's, it's part of the red zone. That's why I said red zone stats, they, they bother me sometimes because the Raiders enter the red zone on third and five and it becomes a red zone trip. <laughs> Even though the drive didn't start there, it always trips me out on this one. But this is just, uh, you know, pure X hitch route, right? Right. You got Y hooks on the other side. You got X hitch route right there from Adams, and it's him versus Sertain, which is just a, a heavyweight battle. Sertain just does a good job of his transitions are crazy, man. I did the transitions so quick, and then what's what he does? This is the first down, right? But he makes. Adams just juggle it enough. Yeah. That ends up being fourth down. 
That dude's good, man. That was that's a special player. Huh? That boy, good. <laughs> that is a special guy. And yeah, he's special because <laughs> he because that's the first down. He just makes him juggle it enough, man. Which I still think that it was a bad spot to make. I mean, it wasn't that much of a juggle, but and then they capped it off. The last red zone possession. Little call this ride thirty four gap. That's what they call this ride thirty four gap. Just pure power, you know, p- pure power run. Punch it in, boom. Jason Jacobs is nasty, bro. <laughs> look, at, look at this, look at this, man. Look at this. This is so. Most of this is all him. We're, we're talking about everything because Adams totally misses this block. He he wants a block in the back, but that that really is. But who cares? I mean, we, they got a face mask last time. You can get a block in the back here. But just look at that juke route, right? You know, just a juke route. Look at that juke. And he just puts on him, juke stick, touchdown, and then that little push like that, like that. Heron, you know, you, you get out of the end zone, right here. I like Justin Heron. Maybe you should play him. Look at boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, uh, I mean, the red zone stuff. It, to me, it's a lot of this offensive line, man. The communication they have on the offensive line. They're blowing up plays. They're messing up some of these open schemes, these open players. Things are getting open. And, you know, they're messing up a lot of these throws. So, I mean, you, people can you know, say what they want. I don't know if they want some some magic to happen. I know they see some cool stuff with different different other players. Other players may do some cool stuff, I guess. And maybe if they had Kyle Murray on that one play, the, the tunnel vision play, maybe they do score. I don't know. But <laughs> you know, they don't right now. They got to get that offensive line straight. So they got to get that straight so they can score some touchdowns. Because, like I said, we get on third down and it's, it's, it's a jailbreak, to be honest. I mean, every yeah. single time it's a jailbreak, man. It's a problem. And I mean, Alex Bars is he's, he's a liability out there. Yeah, the run game is he? He's a he's a I would say he's a solid run blocker. He is. He's a solid run blocker. But in today's NFL, I mean, you got to pass protect, man. You you have gotta to. Pass protect, you, yeah. you got to pass protect, and he's just not. He's not. He's not ready for that, man. And, and I don't know how long he's been in the league, but he's just not ready to hold it down there. And I don't know. I don't know what Johnson is doing. It's probably something I can't even think of. So that's got nothing to do. And maybe he's got to figure that out. He needs to figure that out so he can help this team, to be honest. Yeah. If that's 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 uh, what's happening here. I mean, he's a healthy scratch. And that's a big – That's a, I mean, you're saying he can't even back up anybody? What if somebody gets hurt? You know what I mean? Like, that was – that was a message. <laughs> you know what you do? You want to like must be. hurt, man. You know what drops this? Wow. That was yeah. a message. He, it must be. It must be. Wow. Yeah. It's it's definitely not anything on tape. And, and Simpsons tape is better than this, what we're seeing from bars. It has yeah. to, like, come on, are you kidding me? Yeah. But um yeah. What I will what I will say, getting away from bars though, just going to the whole entire offensive block, right? Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing them all all whiff and blow blocks and have our, you know like every single one of these guys. You showed James, you showed showed Miller, you showed Illuminor, right? Obviously bars quite a few times in in that breakdown, but it's the entire offensive line. Is is are these protections like extremely complicated in this offense? Like, is there a, maybe a mental thing that's going on? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, the protections are complicated. They are. They're really, really complicated. I mean, even the playbook, I got the 2016 playbook. I mean, that thing is long. Those protections, that's a long, 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 long 
guide or protections. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's extensive, right? And, you know, Derek Carr knows them, right? I even think, you know, Josh Jacobs is starting to pick him up a little bit. He had a good pickup on a stunt. Um, and, and I put that on Twitter. I mean, that was a great pickup by him. He, he definitely saw that way better than Alex Bars did. He saw the stunt. Alex Bars didn't. He saved Alex Bars because that was going to be a blowed up play on third down too. that one. So um, they uh, they just aren't picking up the stunts and they aren't using picking up the protections really great. And I, I, you know, I thought John Simpson did pick up the stunts. Good. If you, let's not say that if you want to get on him by his technique, fine. I understand that his technique, he, he wasn't having the best year. Right. I mean, he was playing. Okay. Right. I didn't think he played bad enough to get benched though. But uh, one thing he did do well is pick up stunts. That's what yeah. he does. One thing he does, he does a mess of communications and him is him and Colton Miller. Like that one play I showed with, you know, Josie Jewell and, you know, rushing on that blitz and him and Alex Barr is not knowing what to do together. That doesn't happen if Simpson's in there, no matter what. So, right. yeah, I agree. It's obviously something that we aren't talking about, that we don't know. We're not in that building to know. So obviously it's that. Cause I, I mean, a healthy scratch, man. That's what I'm saying. Like what if alignment goes down? He, he can't even play then. Like, I guess you got Lester Cotton, I guess. But would you move a Luminor inside then? And like, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's very strange. It's, uh, it would be helpful if this offense like can get it together. You know, Spagnolo is going to, is going to, take advantage you know and uh so yeah it, to be, to be honest, i'm shocked i know people don't like the blitz car right um and that's a lot what we're seeing we're still seeing a lot of the teams that, i mean the broncos only blitzed them eight times but they started blitzing in the second half like crazy we yeah those red zone possessions right and they're getting pressure on third down i i i don't know what's happening but if i was a team if i was defense coordinator i don't care how good car is against the blitz I'm coming after this defense line, this offensive line, yeah. with the exotic yeah. stuff. And that's that's what I think we might see this week. I think they're going to come with the Steve Spagnolo blitz packages. <laughs> the, the, the cover zero, which, I mean, they, they might get burned a couple times. And yeah, I think they might take those chances, but I think they're going to come after this offensive line, like, hard, if we're going to get slowly into that preview type of stuff we're talking about. Because uh, I would, to be honest. I, yeah. I don't think they handle the blitz. I mean, the Chargers did it. And it gave them fits. So right. it's, it's just the scouting report for Derek Carr is don't blitz him. Rush him with four. That's how he gets, you know, pressure, get pressure with four. It, it, it gets to him and, and you know, it, it gets him off his game a little bit. Yeah, of course. Like with, with what happens with most pocket passes, you get pressure with four. It, they, they, they can't handle it because <laughs> it happens. But if you blitz him, he's able to read it because it's so good pre-snap. That's why you don't blitz him. But – to me, the offensive line, they don't have the communication issues. They're going to be blowing stuff. It's like that safety came right through a hole on one third down. Nobody even picked him up. Right. Just right through there, right? And, you know, it's a free rusher, and it's five. There's still five linemen. And, like, they're, and like teams are sending six. They didn't send six. They sent five. It's five on five. Somebody's got to pick that up, right? Um, and that's what's happening. This offensive line is just communication-wise, they're they're bad. But, I mean, hey, they did. They did a decent run blocking day, I would say. Decent, you know, to good. But I think Josh Jacobs made yeah. a lot of it happen too. Josh Jacobs made a lot of it happen for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw I saw a little chart out there today on Twitter. It said uh, Devonta Adams right now 
there's only five wide receivers in the NFL who get a higher percentage of their team's passing targets than Devontae Adams right now. Yeah. And only Cooper Cup and who was the other one that I saw uh, up there? I think maybe Debo Samuel. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. But uh, only two guys had more or the same amount of completions as him. So obviously, Devontae Adams is getting the ball a lot, right? Um, it ended up working out this game because, like, when we needed one from Waller, Waller got one. Matt Collins got one, right? Yeah. At some uh, point. Yeah, first down. Yeah, you got, you got some. Yeah, yeah, moments. yeah. He has good moments, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he had some good moments, but it wasn't like we're leading on Matt Collins. The receiving game was going through Devontae Adams, right? So going forward, when they have to pass more, if they're not able to establish the run or whatever it is, if they do or if they are, are getting into those moments where it's like, okay, we are having to pass, 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 whatever, whatever it is, we're down two scores. Do you see this like continuing balance in the passing game? Or is it going to be like continued to be like centered around Devontae Adams? Yeah, I still think they're finding ways to get Adams the ball now. I think they're they figured it out, in my opinion, in this game. I think you got to do those fades, those quick fades to him. Um, I mean, that, that's what they used to do in Green Bay to get in the ball and a lot of getting the, getting him the ball inside. Like they did a lot of those uh, a lot of those those type of like uh, curl routes where he would come in and do those curls on a spot concept. I think they got to work that. A little bit more. Also, this week they're going to be playing a team that's playing cover two, and I think they're going to get some holes in there in some of those uh, spot concepts, which which then is going to put the safety in a bind, and they might be able to hit Waller over the top on it. You know, there's going to be uh, more opportunities there to open up things for other guys, but I, I still think you're still going to get some of those one on ones with Steve Spagnolo, and um, I think they, him and Carr definitely had a lot of some real good chemistry this game. You can tell definitely they went to work this week yes. to work on those yes. things. And, just as I said, Carr was anticipating what he was going to do this week a whole lot better, which I saw, which right. really, you know, got me, you know, really happy with how he was playing because I think earlier this year, I think he was thinking too much and he was a little late on some of those throws. And you can see that he's just starting to starting to stop thinking and he started to hit yeah. to be able to anticipate like he was last year. So, um, you know, I, I, I felt like I was having some Kirk Cousins karma. A little bit earlier in this year, but he definitely didn't look like her cousins again this week. So I was very excited about that from uh, all my uh, hating that comparisons. I felt like <laughs> about three weeks of karma for that. But now we're back, and Derek Carr is playing looking like Derek Carr. It, you know, yeah. I, I thought he really did look like Derek Carr this week. I thought he had a, a so. Uh, I think it looked good. Don't worry about the box score. I know it wasn't like a high yardage, you know, but when he when when he had to pass, especially when he didn't have guys just like, you know, body slamming him in the middle of his throw, right? Uh, he definitely he definitely looked good. He was in command for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here, bro? No, man. Uh, nothing else really. Just, you know, it's uh, good to get a win. Talk about a win on a review is a good thing. So uh, definitely want to continue that. But we'll see this week, man. I, I, I think the offense, I think they're ready to compete with the Chiefs, to be honest. Like I said, I mean, they just need one good red zone week, man. I mean, they had a good week in the red zone the first week. They just got to duplicate that. I think they got a uh, single Adams a little bit more, too, in the red zone. You know, I think they got to, you know, they, they used to do a lot of routes, like 
with like Brandon Cooks, where he would do like in and outs and do some of those isolation rounds that they used to do. They think I'd do more things with like that, with Devontae Adams, even even if, you know, they had that idea that he's going to get a one-on-one over there and they feel like it's man, they got to mix those in. I think they got to do like more two-by-one sets and kind of isolate him a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you, I was, you know, I was talking to BD about this before the show, but they're scoring on 50% of the drives and it's only the Chiefs and the Bills um, are the only two teams that are w- up there with them. So, I mean, the Raiders are moving the ball and scoring and they're just they're just getting field goals. So field goals, yeah. So if they move the ball like they are against the Chiefs, and they have one good red zone week, and they choose choose to choose this week, they have a great red zone week, man. Right? Give me just give me a three out of four. Yeah. Maybe, give me a good three out of four. You know. Right. Is it, I don't I don't want a four. Out of, it doesn't have to be four out of five. Just give me a good three out of four. That's twenty one points right there. You, you know, mixing a field goal, maybe a longer field goal, maybe get some you know points that way. But they're going to be able to move the football on the Chiefs. I'm not worried about that. I, I just they got to finish these drives, man. It's, it's definitely big, and this offensive line has to come to play a little bit, man. Because Chris Jones is, uh, I feel like they're going to come after Alex Bars because that's what that's, I mean. That's really what the Broncos did the second half. They're like, you know what? Let's just go after Alex and just send blitzes at him and receive yeah. things to confuse him. So, yeah. It's all yeah. about matchups. It's a matchup league, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Matchup league, you know, uh, last comments I'll say about defense is, you know, looking forward to seeing the continued kind of like juice that the Raiders are playing with on defense. A couple things I forgot to bring up. Um, Max Crosby tackled Javante Williams. He's out for the year, blew his knee out. I think Russell Wilson also uh, aggravated a shoulder injury from earlier, right? So what I've noticed Every time uh, the Raiders' defense plays a team, their offense pops up in the injury uh, in the injury report, right? So I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm, I might actually do a tracker on that, you know, like see how many, you know, put some stats together on that. See how many weeks missed after playing the Raiders. You know what I mean? They might lead the league. They might lead the league in that. They're definitely playing extremely physical. Every you know, every single position. We saw that Deron Armand hit. You know, uh, we, we know the corners are going to bring it. We saw we saw Amik Robertson even get in there and, you know, uh, bench pressing a, a big wide receiver, right? So uh, the defense continues to play physical, but there's question marks in coverage. We'll see if Max Crosby's pressure can, you know, um, alleviate all that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my last comments. That's it for me. All right, man. All right, we're out of here. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at the March NFL for me at BD Williams 18. And of course, Pen and Subs discount code TDL 35% off. We're out. Peace.